the tables have been termed on me today. Uh, for a change, I will be the one answering questions instead. Uh, and to ask me questions, I have Ravi, who's a friend and a mentor on the podcast. Uh, Ravi is the co-founder and CEO of Aim High Consulting, which is perhaps uh, best known for crafting the communication uh, for unicorns uh, such as Flipkart and Ola. Uh, they also work with a lot of uh, interesting early stage startups. So without any further ado, over to you, Ravi. What should we talk about? Thank you, Roshan Karyapa. This is indeed a pleasure and a privilege, not to sound cliched, but uh, uh, truly a pleasure and a privilege to turn the tables on you, like you said. Uh, you know, uh, a little bit of a context. <clears throat> uh, 13th of February, three days ago, uh, was World Radio Day. Okay. okay. Uh, thing to listening. And uh, uh, on 25th, I see that you will be completing a year of Bharat Varta the popular yeah. podcast that you run. Yeah. So I think the time is right to put you in the spot, so to say. <laughs> uh, uh, just to use the phrase, you really don't do that to your guests. Uh, you make them comfortable, actually. But let me see if I can keep you comfortable or put you in the spot. And let's see how this goes. But, uh, uh, you know, I have been really, really privileged to, you know, to be talking to you uh, and to get to know a little more of you. Uh, coming to uh, today's times, uh, uh, Karyapa, what prompted you to you know, start thinking about doing a podcast? So what's mm. the uh, trigger? Uh, what's the thought process, if you can elaborate? Sure. So uh, when I tell people that I had no real plans to start a podcast, they tell me that, hey, but you have two, right? One I can believe, but then how do you have two podcasts? Right? So uh, uh, and, and, and I have a perfectly well-crafted backstory for each of them, right? I won't say crafted, but I mean, it is, it is true. It is, you know, take it for what it is, right? So, uh, you know, so we are all part of different WhatsApp groups and you know you are, there is that that cliche of the argumentative indian right i mean it's very very true uh, we are seekers uh, we don't like being told things i mean we tend to argue things back and forth and this could be you know from our favorite choice of uh, biryani or jalebi to you know the kind of politics uh, that we need to see uh, in india right or across the world whatever uh, it just so happens that I think the format of these discussions have been rather constrained, you know. Um, uh, so if you look at it, I mean, on WhatsApp groups, etc., we go back and forth on these things, right? I mean, and oftentimes I feel the replies, uh, and and again, I'm not entirely, uh, you know, uh, I am guilty of this uh, myself as well, right? Oftentimes I found myself giving very curt or like, you know smart replies which don't really benefit anyone right i mean uh, uh, and you know it kind of devolves into this hopeless one-upmanship uh, which doesn't really benefit uh, anyone and i really want to create a discussion platform where we could have long-form conversations uh, about really complicated things right so if you look at anything take anything at politics or policy or culture that we talk about on Bharatvarta. Uh, I mean, the, the level of discussion happens at a much, much superior level, right? I mean, we don't discuss the superficial bits as such. So I would say, you know, abstracting to one or two levels up, right? Uh, 
and and that's really what i wanted to do basically i wanted to facilitate long form conversations so i had a bunch of uh, friends with me uh, so bharat varta is uh, you know uh, is also equal parts uh, uh, run by my friend ashish chandorkar and also my friend shrivatsa subana right uh, and we basically get people who have real skin in the game together uh, to engage on a constraint free discussion platform you know where they talk about finance or economics or um, some kind of education policy telecom policy etc and look at things threadbare uh, you know so uh, again it started very very organically i think february 25th last year our first podcast was uh, based on uh, president trump visiting india uh, i think it was called namaste trump uh, and uh, you know this was also during the 2020 presidential year Uh, so we basically had a few thoughts around you know what how it could impact us and you know also the presidential race uh, in in the US and it was about 25 minutes long you know and um, it probably had about 10 views and I can tell you that five of those views were mine right <laughs> <laughs> so um, we put this out and you know since then I mean we just try to be consistent you know and that's one thing that you know of all. i don't have too many virtues but i think one of the virtues i like to have is the virtue of consistency right because i think lot of the things uh, that come off as genius are just perseverance uh, and i think uh, sir you must have seen this in your life as well uh, you know if you are persevere you know if you persevere long enough i think things uh, appear uh, amazing beyond a point right it's that whole compounding principle and really that's what has happened with bharat vartha right so since then i mean we have put out more than 125 episodes uh, we've had the likes of shridhar vembu uh, shrimati smriti irani tejasvi uh, um, surya uh, and uh, plenty of others right balaji shrinivasan and and uh, people of that sort uh, talking about really complex issues um, so that's really how bharat vartha came about Yeah, so couldn't agree with you more on the value of uh, perseverance and consistency, Karipa. I mean, like they say, the harder you work, the luckier you become. Absolutely. You know, yeah. And you have seen tremendous amount of success on both counts, Bharatwarta as well as uh, startup operator. Yeah. Uh, talking about Bharatwarta first, what's the objective uh, there? Okay, and uh, right. uh, let me be. Uh, critical so that you can yeah. like you said abstract it to the next level yeah um, you know politics policy culture you know politics and culture don't go together they are in fact oxymorons <laughs> in most people's view so uh, you know how did you uh, combine this how did you arrive at this concoction and what's what's the objective uh, uh, for bharatwarta right so on that point very quickly right i think there is a school of thought that says you know politics is downstream from culture and there's one more school of thought that says culture is downstream from politics uh, and i to be really honest i don't know which school i belong to uh, i think it's uh, you know as with most complex thing i think it's a mixture of both it's a bit of a chicken and egg uh, situation if you ask me see with bharatwarta really what we're trying to do is facilitate looking at all of these complicated complex subjects uh, from an uh, original lens right uh, basically without an agenda can you look at something and objectively uh, dissect it right for what it is worth so 
if you notice all of the questions that I ask on Bharat Vartha or even startup operator for that matter, right, I really don't try to put words in people's mouths, right, as is fashionable today or as is du jour, right, uh, where, you know, you can see possibly news anchors or uh, even uh, reporters, right, I mean, basically ask a loaded question on and on, right, essentially, you know, the narrative that they want to basically uh, show, right. Uh, I feel, uh, you know, even if you want to craft that narrative, the best thing is to let people speak, right? Let them speak their mind openly about whatever. And uh, uh, again, there is this notion that you have to be tough and you have to counter people. Uh, that's not really uh, required, you know. I mean, if you see someone can, and this is from my experience of having spoken to, let's say, 200 people, right? Uh, it's easy to say something flippant and get away with it uh, in five minutes. Harder when you talk about, let's say, 10-15 minutes. It's almost close to impossible to talk for about an hour and get away with it. It's, it's very difficult, right? Because if you just follow the rabbit hole, the person ends up unraveling themselves, right? I mean, whatever they have to say, right? Uh, and like they say, sunlight is, sunlight is the best disinfectant, right? So... Uh, let the person speak his mind, right? And your job as an anchor or as a person who's interviewing the, the, the guy is to ask these questions in a way that you are not imputing any motive, right? Um, and uh, and that, is, that is good enough, I would say, right? Uh, again, just to back up, I think the broader uh, objective of Bharatvarta is to basically study all of these subjects uh, from an indigenous, from an original lens, right? From an Indian lens as such. Uh, without really having a narrative to sort of craft or, you know, without having some kind of a view to superimpose as such, right? Uh, and, uh, yeah, and I think we've been able to do that reasonably well. We've had people from both sides of the political aisle, right? Uh, there has, uh, uh, I, I remember interviewing Sanjay Jha, right, who perhaps, I mean, I disagree with 85-90% of what he says, uh, but, you know, I mean, I had no problems uh, talking to him, obviously, right? I mean, the, the person, uh, after 30 years of being in politics, obviously, he, he knows his subject, right? Uh, uh, whatever you may feel about it, right? Uh, and I've spoken to people at the opposite aisle of the, you know, political spectrum who may who I may not uh, fully agree with as well. Uh, and the great thing is, I mean, there is, there is a space for both of them, right? See, uh, uh, I always feel... Uh, Politics, you know, people vote. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's a it's a clear way of voting for opinions, ideas, perspectives, the reality you want to see, right? Essentially, politics is ideas and motion, right? If you look at it, uh, and if both parties or one party or the other is getting voted, there are a set of people who believe in their in whatever the other person is. I won't say other person is selling, but other person stands for, right? Uh, and I think. Our job is to look at these things objectively rather than, you know, take one position or another uh, against it, right? Uh, so, yeah, so so that's really all. Yeah, so, so very interesting uh, because this to me sounds like political conversations sans politics. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. elevating the level of conversation to the next orbit where you are discussing issues rather than trying to get a polarized 
position out of them, yeah. uh, which is perhaps what is happening in the media. So, yeah. do you think a little bit of fatigue, which has set in about the media, is also helping your cause? I would say hundred uh, percent. I mean, uh, because see, let me let me give you an example, right? So, we started our first episode was about twenty twenty five minutes long. Uh, and then it became 30, 35 minutes long and then it became 40 minutes long, right? And now we we don't end an episode uh, at less than an hour, you know. Uh, it's In fact, the episode that we published today is about an hour and a half. Uh, now, this runs counter to our presumption and it was my presumption as well that, you know, people like short snackable content. Which is true, actually. I mean, if if uh, it's on Instagram, it's probably a one-minute content. It's on Twitter, it's two-minute content. LinkedIn, maybe like you know, uh, slightly more. YouTube, maybe slightly more, etc. Right? But there is an audience that wants to go beyond these bite-sized, uh, you know, headline, soundbite sort of content into the depth of an issue, right? Uh, and I feel it's actually an opportunity for media itself to cater to that audience now. Are they doing that? I'm not sure, right? But you could argue that infinitely they have 100x more resources uh, than someone like myself, right? Uh, you know, I don't even consider myself uh, media per se, right? I'm just a person with, uh, you know, with a Zoom connection, essentially, right? Who's recording conversations. Uh, I personally feel there is a huge sense of fatigue and I think people have been let down by the sort of journalistic standards uh that you know that we are seeing right now right uh, and it's extremely sad it's uh, extremely sad but i also see that it's an opportunity uh, for people like myself uh, people I, I know others who are doing fantastically well uh, to sort of take ownership and like you know provide this sort of information to people you know so so yeah to answer your question absolutely yeah so uh, it will be unfair to talk about one side which is media, and then yeah. not to talk about the other side, where people behave like media themselves, which is social mm. media. Mm. You spoke of the argumentative uh, mm. Indian. Mm. Um, you know, but there is also this other argument that uh, the standards mm. of discourse, the standards of conversation have dipped. People are no longer interested in elevating their level of argument as much as mm. they are uh, interested in outshouting the other person, like you said, uh, you know, snappy responses and then shut the other person up uh, kind of a thing, which wasn't really our culture, so to say. Absolutely. And go back to what you uh, uh, said about politics yeah. being downstream of culture. We come from a culture of sound discussions, arguments, conversations, eventually leading to greater amount of light. Uh, yeah. But from there, I mean, has the quality of discourse deteriorated so far as people are concerned as well? And how can uh, Bharatvarta and the likes uh, elevate this? Right. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. I agree with you. And uh, to a great extent, I feel like yeah, that has happened, right? Uh, one of the things that uh, really blew my mind was when I uh, came across this concept of Purva Paksha, which is that in the olden days, I mean, if I had to debate you, 
I had to actually articulate your position seamlessly in a way that you said that was like an articulated position. That's what I stand for. And then do the opposite, right? Which is to dismantle your argument that I have made the previous day or, you know, whatever it is. Uh, and I just feel that shows like remarkable maturity, right? I mean, uh, and this used to happen even in the Greek, uh, uh, you know, with the Greek, Greek philosophers uh, like Cato and others, right? Where they would go and make one argument the, the one day and then, you know, take the opposing view the next day, right? Uh, I again, you know, I mean, because social media is so loud and so pervasive, it might feel like, you know, this is the kind of people and this is the kind of like, you know, content uh, that resonates mostly in India. But I actually have to disagree with that. You know, I think it's a little bit of an availability heuristic also that because we are bombarded with this kind of stuff and we also encounter this so much more, we feel that, uh, you know, this is uh, the rule, right? Because Quite honestly, there is no reason for Bharatvarta to, to exist, actually, right? Because uh, there is zero shouting in, uh, you know, 120 plus episodes that we produced. Uh, there is, uh, I mean, we don't have some high-tech graphics and whatnot. It's just two people or three people really talking about an issue. Uh, yes, people have disagreed uh, on the podcast. Uh, but, um, yeah, and, you know, I mean, we've been able to discuss these uh, at length. You know, uh, as I've said, you know, uh, discussing something for an hour uh, on any topic, you know, it could be any topic, discussing something for an hour really surfaces uh, true content, you know, I mean, you really have to have proper solid content if you want to talk for an hour. It's much, 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 much harder than tweeting something, right, uh, saying something in 140 characters and not really having to respond to, you know, uh, the 20 comments under that, right? So, uh, so yeah, I really feel there are both sorts of audiences. Uh, I am really optimistic that we do have a significant base of people who really are still steeped in that sort of, uh, you know, culture, right, of seeking. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting, uh, uh, because uh, people are always uh, today accused mm. of having... ADD, attention deficit uh, uh, disorder, yeah. uh, and like you said, uh, where their attention span is limited to 140 characters. So from right. that to talking about 140 minutes or more, yeah. it I'm saying the credit is as much to the listeners as it is to, Absolutely. like you said, people uh, who are supposed to have enough content. If right. they have to deliver uh, that kind of a uh, discourse. So, Absolutely. Uh, no, even the kind of uh, questions that we get on, you know, uh, on Twitter, YouTube, etc., right? Wherever we publish our content. I mean, these are really thought through questions, you know. Uh, it's like, obviously, you have people shit posting also, right? Saying something that you can't avoid. But I would say by and large, 70-80% of the comments, questions that we get are all, you know, I would say of a like a higher order question, right? I mean, these are like serious questions. So, yeah, yeah so I'm very optimistic on that. Yeah, very nice. So, uh, can you talk about uh, some of the interesting people that have come on Bharatvarta? You mentioned a few names. Yeah. Uh, and some interesting takeaways from them. Yeah. No, uh, I think on Bharatvarta, my top 
three four guests uh, at least that i recall from top of my mind uh, number one would be shridhar vembu mr shridhar vembu of uh, zoho uh, in fact on startup operator we actually have a segment called vembu's wisdom uh, that we run weekly you know where we talk about uh, his threads uh, i feel you know mr shridhar vembu is such an amazing role model for entrepreneurs in india uh not just in you know because of the way he has built that business you know bootstrapping to you know 500 plus million in revenues uh but also of because of who he is uh, he is unapologetically indian right uh he is equally comfortable wearing a suit or a vesti uh he is equally comfortable being in san francisco or tenkasi uh he is equally comfortable talking about software or uh, vedanta you know uh and i think that's an ideal to emulate because uh, if you look at you know the what happened with the whole 90s uh, outsourcing right uh with the whole mba revolution that happened we wanted the world to believe we were not indian you know uh so we wore a suit we wore a tie we spoke the language like how uh, the americans did we even developed a twang you know i mean it's uh, <laughs> it's very interesting right and i'm i'm not i'm not begrudging anyone for that i mean that's just that was just business right i mean you had to look and sound like them in order for us to serve that uh, requirement right obviously uh, but then you know it's such a stark change from where we are with uh, mr vembu at this point of time where uh, you know he's got uh, probably 2000 3000 customers across the world and uh, here is a man i remember uh, you know at the height of covid he did a video uh explaining you know zoho's philosophy and how uh, at that point of time zoho reached out to its customers and said uh, something to the effect of uh, you know if you have payments uh, upcoming or whatever it is we will actually take care of you don't worry about it right uh, uh, i feel that lends itself to the ethos that he embodies which is uh, the whole service uh, centric mindset right which is that you know customers are god essentially uh you know and he embodies those two three values that i feel are uh something remarkable really really remarkable and uh, you know i often uh, think of uh, you know when i will be at a point in time of my life when you know i can be as amazingly uh candid and real candid and real exactly exactly right so uh because it's amazing it's really really amazing he's just is totally authentic in everything he does and it just shows it really shows uh, and and you know again to 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 harp on the point right he's not he's not uh, like he's not authentic and candid and real in a you know i don't give a shit kind of a way but it's the opposite he is he is what he is right he's he is what he is uh, and i feel like everything that he's done is uh, just you know phenomenal 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 guest uh, and i think he is a true original thinker uh, so it was it was a lot of fun talking to him we've had him twice on the podcast uh, once debating my friend harsh gupta on india's economic uh, progress and what our model should be uh, he is of course of the camp that you know we should build our production capabilities build ip and uh, so on right uh, and then again we did a follow up on developing indigenous capabilities um, so yeah definitely a lot of fun talking to him uh, he would rank among the 
uh, among the top few people that uh, I have spoken to, I have had most fun speaking to. Uh, then I would say Amish Tripathi. Uh, again, you know, very similar qualities. Uh, he's super authentic, and uh, the way he's able to uh, sort of communicate deep, really deep philosophy, right? Uh, I think you definitely should read his latest book, Dharma. Uh, if you haven't, uh, it's it's again, it's a very small book, uh, but it takes a long while to really go through it. I mean, you won't finish it in one or two sittings just because of the reflective quality it has. Uh, I think he has been able to, it's it's very easy to water down philosophy and like, you know, give it as this uh, Kit Kat bar to uh, people and it and others have done it and it works uh, well. But to be able to retain the complexity of those ideas and do justice to them, but also at the same time be popular uh, is something remarkable, right? It's, it's just uh, amazing skill, amazing uh, like he says, I mean, it's uh, it's just Lord Shiva's blessings, you know. Uh, and uh, truth be told, I think he was the first proper celeb that I interviewed. Uh, and I was extremely nervous. But, uh, you know, the way he kind of put me at ease uh, is something I can never forget. You know, I mean, uh, uh, really for, for such a person to, you know, uh, not have any airs uh, about himself was was fantastic. It was really, really a pleasure uh, talking to him. Again, we've had him a couple of times on the podcast. Maybe we'll talk to him a few more times, I hope. Uh, but yeah, he is one such person that uh, I would say. Uh, these are, you know, the people that really stick out in my head. Uh, of course, I mean, we, we interviewed uh, Smriti Raniji. And again, she was very candid uh, about her experience in politics. I mean, being an outsider. Um, every, I, again, you know, I don't want to, uh, I don't want this to be a cop-out, but really every guest who has appeared on the podcast uh, really brings something new, you know, and I have learned from every one of them and I feel it's such a privilege to talk to these guys. Uh, you know, what are the odds that uh, here is this really, really amazing person spending one hour of their time with me, of all people, you know. <laughs> so so I, I think of it as a privilege, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, I think they are spending, uh, you know, so much time and they are being candid because it's you, uh, Karyapa, because, uh, you know, a candid person on the other side brings out the same quality. Like, you know, I'm saying we all reflect who the other person is. So I think a lot of credit on that must go to you. So where does Bharatwartha go from here? Number right. one. Right. And number two, who should listen to Bharatwartha before we move on to the next Sure. So, uh, you know, we realized things are serious uh, with Bharatwartha once we started uh, uh, seeing the traction and engagement on, uh, you know, all of the episodes that we put out. Uh, I think we have some sort of a mini brand right now. You know, I mean, if we don't uh, publish, uh, you know, one or two days, people uh, ask us, hey, where is the next episode? And uh, who are you talking to next? Right. Uh, so, which is, again, a I mean, it's it's kind of a surreal experience for us because uh, we just started very organically. Uh, I think we have a lot more products planned for Bharatwartha, uh, a lot more uh, uh, interesting guests uh, to appear on the podcast, in fact. And uh, we just want to double down on all of the things we've been doing right and maybe experiment with a few things. Uh, so we recently started this thing called Bharatwartha Sports. Um, which is again a sports focused long form conversation 
you know, no offense to any cricket commentators, official cricket commentators, but I really like listening to my friends uh, when the match is on, you know. Uh, and that is the sort of experience that we are trying to simulate, uh, where, uh, you know, we basically want to chat in a way that, you know, you would talk uh, with a bunch of your friends if you were watching the match or something of that sort. Uh, you know, that is uh, one thing that we are trying to do with Bharat Varta Sports. Uh, that will be a fortnightly, uh, which we will do live. Uh, sometime back, we started doing this thing called Bharat Varta Weekly. Uh, which is a 30-minute, very concise discussion on four or five important things that have happened in the news uh, in the last week. Uh, so, if you want to skip the headlines and the news bites and the, you know, the blaring debates and, you know, absolutely mindless stuff that will give you, uh, you know, high BP, uh, you can log in Sunday 10.30 a.m., um, 30 minutes, we discuss everything in a calm and measured way. And uh, talk about things that you think may, you know, you might uh, have missed, but it's super important. Like, for example, some of the infrastructure development work that's happening uh, that will potentially, you know, impact uh, us uh, for the next 5-10 years, right? So, things to that effect. Um, we also have plans to do a Bharatvartha Finance and Bharatvartha Health, uh, which is again, you know, something under the wraps right now. I can't talk too much about it. But uh, yeah, that is, those are, those are few different things uh, that we're planning on Bharat Vartha. Wonderful. So while, you know, saying that you don't think of yourself as media, I see that, you know, there are all the contours of sensible media where people are deliberating on issues rather than taking polarized positions where people are consuming content right. in the most cognitive fashion you are enabling that wonderful wonderful i am uh, uh, in fact learning so much uh, uh, from the philosophical view that you take of uh, everything uh, you know that has come your way so is there any message that you want to give to your listeners on how they should uh, you know view your shows and, uh, you know, what they should expect in the future. Yeah. Uh, so, first of all, thank you so much, uh, sir, for doing this. I mean, this was such a fun conversation. Like, all of our conversations, uh, uh, you know, are usually. Uh, I don't think I would have, uh, you know, uh, done this. Uh, but for you, uh, thank you so much. Again, really, really means a lot. Uh, I have learned a ton of things from you and, uh, you know, this, this is a fantastic conversation that we've had. Um, as for people who are listening, if you've made it this far, uh, then really, thank you so much. Uh, you know, I really appreciate your love and support with everything that uh, I do. Uh, one thing I try to do is be really sincere in everything that I do, be open and transparent uh, with things, uh, right? And uh, yeah, I mean, if I make mistakes, Please do correct me. Please do let me know if uh, I'm off the, uh, you know, off the virtuous path as such. Um, I feel like I'm a work in progress. You know, uh, I am trying to be uh, as good, as uh, efficient, uh, as true uh, to the right cause as uh, possible. But I know that you know I'm human as well. I can make mistakes. Uh, with respect to the podcast, uh, uh, again. I aim to put out good content out there. Please keep your feedback uh, coming uh, as you have uh, over the last year and hope to do better. Yeah, thank you so much, uh, Roshan Karyapa, for 
elevating the level of debate and discourse and conversations in our society in a world like how you put it i'm saying which is filled with either you know mindless cheerleading or crushing cynicism i'm saying striking a mid path there and making people calm and patient in the way they listen to conversations and you know start participating in a lot more meaningful fashion in those debates and discussions so grateful to you for uh, you know having uh, put out these two wonderful shows and thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to turn the tables on you and to ask you questions uh, we shall do this again perhaps maybe a year down the line when we will have so much more to talk about thank absolutely you so absolutely and entirely my pleasure entirely my pleasure this was a fascinating fascinating conversation uh, one that i will not forget very easily thank you so much thank you so much